So Movement 4 is known as one of the greatest string quartet movements from this era and is hugely influential to many composers that followed. Beethoven creates a dazzling, virtuosic whirl of a piece which combines two really important structures, sonata form and fugue. He begins with a solo theme on the viola, which goes at a hair-raising speed. Now, Beethoven was one of the first, well, I think he was the first composer to put metronome markings on his music, because the metronome was invented during his lifetime. So we should be able to play his music at exactly the speed that he wanted. But if we played this at his tempo marking, it would be ridiculously fast. It would be practically impossible. So this is one of the occurrences when we think that maybe Beethoven's deafness was starting to kind of change his perception a little bit. Either way around, it begins with the viola tune that goes at quite a fast speed. Now that full theme lasts a lot longer than that and twists and turns, but we just played you the beginning so you can get your head around it. I'm going to ask Anna to play the very first bar of it again, but slowed down. Now, of course, you recognize that straight away because that is the theme we called X from the beginning of the minuet turned upside down. Ta-da! I thought that was really exciting when I found that out. Seriously, I, I live for things like that. So, um, the whole movement is based on that. So, it's based on X upside down. The start of this movement is like a fugue. So it's not a strict fugue, because to have a strict fugue, you've got to follow a lot of rules. So you can't call it a fugue, you have to call it fugal, which means in the style of a fugue. And a fugue is a contrapuntal piece that features one melody played by several different instruments, starting at different times and overlapping. It's similar to a round, but in a round, you have one tune with one chord that goes round and round and round, hence the name, and in a fugue, the tune develops and shifts as you go further through, makes it far more complicated than a round. So the viola begins, and then at bar 11, violin 2 enters. So the viola moves on from a stream of quavers to spiky crotches. At bar 21, the cello enters, so violin 2 moves forward towards crotchets, and the viola moves on to something else. At 31, violin 1 enters, everybody shifts on to the next thing, and we're in full fugal mode. So here's the beginning of movement four. I mean, I think that deserves... And it goes on like that for five minutes. So after this, Beethoven introduces a new device, which is going to become a sort of punctuation to all of that sort of mad quaver action. Let's listen to the punctuation first. called 
antiphonal scoring. Beethoven splits the quartet into two teams. So there we had the first violin and the cello versus the second violin and the viola. He gives them alternating ideas. So one team has quavers and the other team has chords, and then they switch over. Now, this is a major Beethoven trait. He does it in almost all of his pieces, antiphonal scoring. And in this piece, it acts as a break from all the mad rushing around. It's like a comma in a sentence. It's just a brief pause. And you'll hear it at various points when we play the full movement. After this, Beethoven continues to pit the musicians against one another as he fragments his ideas down to just a solo violin. And this link takes us to the next section. Thank you. 